What's up, Chicago? This is Charlotte Sands, and you're listening to The Mix New Music Club on 101.9 The Mix. Hey, it's Jenny V, co-host of The Mix New Music Club with Dash on 101.9 The Mix in Chicago, and I had the honor of speaking to an artist who rose to fame after she released a song in response to Harry Styles wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue magazine and getting criticism for it. You might know the song, it's called Dress, blew up all over TikTok, and she was here in Chicago to perform at Riot Fest. Plus, not to mention, she's got really cool blue hair. I'm talking about Charlotte Sands. You'll get to know more about her here on the Mixed New Music Club podcast. Welcome to 101.9 The Mix. Now, you. you were saying you've been to Chicago before, but this is your first Riot Fest you're performing. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Um, so much. Honestly, like, the lineup is so insane. Um, they have Nine Inch Nails and Mike Kim and, um, so many bands that I am such a fan of, so I'm just honored to get to be on the list of names with them. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be so fun. I love Chicago. It's one of my favorite cities in the entire world. I'm from Boston, and I feel like they're super similar, so. They are. Yeah, I'm, I'm really honored to be here, and it's just been really fun. So you've got some downtime tonight to check out Riot Fest. Who are yeah. some of the bands and artists you're looking forward to seeing? Um, I honestly, I've been looking at it so much that I forget who's like headlining what nights and stuff. I think Nine Inch Nails is tonight. I'm not positive, um, but I'm super excited for that. Um, I opened for My Chem in London um, a few months ago, so I'm would be super excited to see their their set again. Um, I know that Amberlynn is playing today. I think. Um, and a lot of other fans. I'm just super, I'm super stoked. Amazing. So where did your musical journey start? Um, so I started, um, listening to like folk singer songwriter kind of stuff when I was growing up, which is so odd now that I'm here. Quite a journey. Um, (laughs) but I, my parents like really loved, um, like Sheryl Crow and Bonnie Raitt and that kind of was all we listened to. Um, like Sean Colvin, Michelle Branch, like all these really incredible women, um, and they had like these really incredible like storytelling capabilities that I was always so envious of, and so that's kind of how I like got into music. And I would just cover the, their songs or like take their songs and try and like rewrite them, which is definitely illegal. Um, and <laughs> I would just like steal all their ideas. Um, but it was like how I first realized that I like wanted to like tell stories and write songs. And then when I got into like middle school, high school is when I found bands like Mayday Parade and We the Kings and All Time Low and that kind of stuff. And I um, fell in love with the energy of those kind of shows and have since then been trying to figure out a way to like keep the quality of lyricism and storytelling, but also have like a really energetic show that people really want to like go to and can kind of forget about their lives and jump up and down and have a really high energy. So I've seen some of your performances on TikTok and they look intense and so much fun. So where do you get your biggest inspiration from? Like what bands and artists? Um, There's so many. I mean, I'm a huge Pink fan. (laughs) yeah um and like there's so many artists like pink um that I grew up my entire life um watching and just like respecting so much just um her ability to just be such a performer I mean she's literally like an acrobat and like an (laughs) athlete like she's not just like a singer it's like it's her entire life and career and um I've like just respected that so much and um there's artists like I mean it's like Kelly Clarkson and Avril Lavigne and like Alanis Morissette, all these, like, 
huge like powerhouse like vocalists um and but they're also just like captivating performers and they're incredible songwriters and musicians and there's just like I, there's so many people that have really influenced um so much for different reasons I feel like I'm like a melting pot of all these really weird influences and so um it's really fun right now I feel like I'm starting to kind of release stuff that's in like a lot of different veins and do collaborations with a lot of different bands and artists in different genres and so it's really exciting that I'm kind of getting to like do different things depending on like my different stuff um yeah I've, I've been having a I've been having a blast and your song dress was I would say a very pivotal moment in your career and yeah. it was influenced by Harry Styles or inspired by him yeah absolutely um yeah that song honestly it was like a conversation about like how I was getting older and about how my type in um people that I was attracted to was like changing based off of like your maturity and like when you get older you're like oh confidence isn't about like somebody being like I want to fight everybody in the room look how <laughs> strong I am it's like being like oh this is who I am and I feel really comfortable being this person in public or around my friends and I'm gonna like live my authentic life and I started realizing that that was the thing that I found like attractive and I was like oh that's like actual confidence it's not like this weird like society brainwashed version of it um and I really respect um people and applaud people who like have the confidence to really be themselves and um I think especially like when it's like pushing social and like gender norms I think it's like really incredible and so that song started with um also talking about the influences in music like Youngblood and Harry Styles who like really push those norms and like really question like a lot of that stuff and I think as such big influential artists um, especially for like this generation, they have so much power and influence over um, such huge audiences that them doing things like wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue and those kind of things are such important, like monumental moments. Um, and so that was kind of like where we started writing this song. We wanted it to feel really fun and just like a, like a normal conversation you have with your friends, like talking about someone you have a crush on, but also have like this underlying message of just like, living your authentic life and including people and like diversity and just like accepting people for who they are and being confident as you are and hopefully it was just give people like a little boost of like an additional confidence if they like listen to it and they feel comfortable wearing something that they wouldn't normal feel normally feel comfortable wearing like in public and so that was like the underlying thing and it's just like really transcended into this like beautiful um thing that's happened with so many people that they've related to it and it's like been a really wonderful moment in my career where I've now met so many people because of it and I've had so many incredible opportunities and um yeah I will never get used to people like talking about what that song means <laughs> to them or like their relationship to it and um how it's affected them and and so I'm yeah I just feel I feel so grateful for it oh absolutely it's such a powerful message now I didn't yeah. see did Harry ever reach out to you or did he see it I, I have a strong feeling that Harry knows about the song. Um, <laughs> I like to believe it in my my heart. Um, I Not that I'm aware of. Like, we've definitely gotten it to, like, team members and all that kind of stuff. It is kind of funny. Like, I feel like I did pick, like, the one artist in our, like, generation that is so off of social media. Yeah. Like, I feel like him and Taylor Swift are, like, just non-existent <laughs> on social media. Like, because they don't have to be. They're just so massive. Um, so it is so funny that it's, like... I'm like, I think I picked the hardest target, you know, <laughs> but um, I have a good feeling that one of these days, Harry's going to be like, 
Hey, Charlotte, love that song. I've been listening to it for two years. You know what I mean? It's well, hey. I work out to it every day. He's going to be here in like a month at no the United way. Center. So if you got to meet him there, what was what would be the first thing you would say to him? Um, I That is such a hard question because like I really don't feel like I fangirl over people. <laughs> I really have always just been like, we're all creatives and we all are like doing the same thing just at different levels. It's fine. It's normal. But like he is somebody who is so like – I am such a genuine fan of him as, like, a person and as, like, a artist and as a creative and as a, yeah, so many things. And um, so I have no idea. I would probably think that I would say something really cool and then I'd see him and I'd be like, what do you do? What are you doing here? <laughs> oh, you're playing here? Cool. <laughs> I had no idea. And I, this is just a coincidence. And I would just try and play it off. Um, and I definitely wouldn't tell him about my song because I would... Yeah, I would definitely not mention it. I, and then I know my manager would be like, why didn't you say anything about it? And I would be like, I can't. It's not right. Can't, he has to find out by himself. You know it's what? important. I think you need to manifest it because you yeah. are the queen of manifestation. I really, honestly, I'm the poster child for it right now. It is really crazy. I've gotten so lucky. The universe is like, I keep like thinking that the, the luckier I get and like the random moments that are happening and like genuinely from manifestation and like believing and like talking them into existence. I keep being like, when is my like luck going to run out? Like when does the manifestation <laughs> run out? And then like something else happens and I'm like, how is this happening? Um, I really, truly, I remember the exact moment that I like started like speaking things into existence and started being like, oh, I'm going to play stadiums or I'm going to have a song out with this artist or I'm going to do this. And people would be like, wow, that's very confident of you. And I would just be like, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to start talking about yeah. it. And the second I started doing that, we started, it was like very weird. It would like a month later, I would get like asked to do a song with that artist. Or a month later, I like got an offer to play a stadium show. And it was always very weird timing. And I was, so then I just, it's just kind of been my thing now. I'm like, I really believe in it. Try it out. Everybody should. Well, let's talk about one of those moments. It yeah. was when you manifested that you would open up for Young Blood. How did that come about? <laughs> so weird. So that's one of those things is like everybody. I posted like random videos on TikTok of me duetting him, and like I just did it for fun. I had no understanding of like any conversations going on about his tour. It was genuinely just me being like, I love him as an artist so much. I love his music, um, and so I was just a fan, like making music and making videos of his songs and. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, is that how you got the tour from, like, TikTok? And I'm like, no, I don't think that – I don't even think he's ever seen those. <laughs> like, and now I'm more embarrassed because now, like, we actually know each other and now I'm, like, afraid that he's going to go back on TikTok and, like, two years later and be like, this is super weird. Like, why did you do this? <laughs> like, we're friends. You know, and so I'm, I'm like, kind of terrified. Um, but, yeah, I, honestly, I think that, like, I just brought him up so much to the point where it was, like – overwhelming how much I was just like I want to work with everyone would be like who do you want to work with I'm like Youngblood they're like what tour do you want to do I'm like Youngblood like it was always my answer to everything and I think it just got into enough conversations with both teams that we like everyone just started being like okay fine like relax <laughs> let you do it um and yeah so it, I, I genuinely felt like it was like a really organic way of like me inserting myself into another thing <laughs> well although you say you're lucky I also think you're a hard worker and I think it's important to highlight that not everything's rainbows and butterflies you've also overcome a lot of challenges what is one of the biggest obstacles that you've overcome in this journey or had to face um I mean there's so many things I think that there really is this like level of um 
people like resistance and everything in the music industry and in creative like careers I think that everybody is in some way at the beginning of your career gonna push back and kind of like it's almost like a challenge it feels like a challenge to me it's like every meeting I would go into people would be like uh you're too old or you're like to this or you're not this and then are you sure you want to do this are you sure you want to do this like they would always just be like a really like you're not really going to get what you want out of this are you sure and I feel like every conversation I would have that wasn't with like my specific like community of people that I have and like my close friends it always felt like they were trying to like talk me out of it and so I think there was like this huge change that like I had to force that was like going into these situations and like these meetings and be like this is what's happening Mm -hmm. I'm going to be this successful if you want to be a part of it. I think that's personally a smart move, but that's your decision. So hop on the train or hop off. Um, But, like, I really believe in this thing, and I'm going to do it with or without you. And I had to start, like, kind of the self-talk thing. I had Mm -hmm. to, like, really start inserting that into conversations and kind of change the narrative so it wasn't, like, me asking for, um, like, permission to be successful or to do anything. It was me being, like, I'm going to be what what role do you want to have in it? And and I think that that really influenced like a ton of my relationships, a ton of the opportunities I got. And um, as soon as I was able to realize that I had that control and that power, then I was able, like people really reflected that and were able to be like, oh, okay, no, sorry, I'm not gonna be part of it. Or, oh, okay, now I'll take you seriously. Like, let's see what we can do. Um, so I think that just like that original resistance from like people taking you seriously or questioning you and second guessing you and all this stuff that is constantly there um is a really hard thing that that I still and will always struggle with but finding ways around it and kind of changing your own narrative and um figuring out a way to make it work with you instead of against you I think is was really helpful yeah and I see that you've also overcome things like when you were supposed to perform at Bonnaroo and okay. then the grounds flooded and now you're headlining your first solo tour yeah. or you've experienced it. Has any, like what's been the most memorable part of it so far? Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's like one of those things that's like, I really believe that everything happens for a reason. And like my, I mean, when do, one door closes, a better one opens and I, because of that Bonnaroo getting canceled, which I would not wish on anybody. I was so, Bonnaroo was like the one thing that for two years I was like holding on to hope, you know what I mean? And, but it canceled. And then that weekend that I was supposed to be playing Bonnaroo, I got asked to open on Sad Summerfest and I got to play in my hometown of Worcester, Massachusetts and got to play all these shows with the main and all time low. And then I ended up because of that doing a song with the main and taking back Sunday. And then because of that, did a tour with them, you know, and it, all because of this one show got canceled. And so it really, like, truly, like, happened for such an important reason for me. Um, And then because of all these things, I'm able to be doing my headlining tour right now, um, and which has been so amazing. It it truly, I have to, like, my entire career has been opening for people so far, and so I've had, like, a 20-minute set of, like, get in, get out, do the fast songs, the hype-up songs, you know. It's all about, like, starting the show and creating, like, a fun energy. Um... And so now I get to, like, do all of my songs. I get to play for an hour. We've got to, like, curate an entire experience of the low-key songs and the really high-energy songs and um, find this, like, cool relationship of them all working together. And I, every single night, like, used to just have to talk myself out of being, like, well, people aren't here for me. You know, this isn't about me. This is about the other bands. This is about me, like, hyping the other bands up. This isn't about me. 
And now for the first time ever, I'm like, oh wait, like there's no one after me. Like they, they came, yeah. I'm like, they came (laughs) for these songs and like for this moment. And so anytime I'm like questioning that or doubting anything, I'm like, wait, there's nothing after this set. Like I have to keep reminding myself that I'm like, this is so weird. It's the first time that I've ever been really the headliner and been able to like fully give everything away and just have this like insane experience, like this mutual like collaboration with people and um, hearing them sing songs that I've released two years ago and that I forgot about and now they're just singing every single word of it. It is like the, the most insane thing ever. Every time I'm just like standing there and I'm like covering my mouth, I'm like just trying not to like just like have a mental breakdown because it's so unexpected and weird. Um, but yeah, it's all so incredible and we have like 23 shows left. So oh I'm, gosh. it feels like so many, but it also feels like none. And mm-hmm. so I'm like trying to hold on to all of them as much as possible. But Has anything crazy happened yet? Like, have you gotten a flat tire on the tour bus or the power went out? No, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Um, but no, we haven't had anything crazy. I mean, we're, we're in like a bandwagon for this tour. So it's not like technically a tour bus. But we were in vans my entire career, so it was, like, an upgrade. We have a kitchen. It's incredible. <laughs> we have a shower. Um, really just living a lavish lifestyle. Um, but we, it is, like, the most insane, like, um, bumps when you're sleeping. Like, it feels like you're genuinely going off the road every five seconds. So we've all had that, like, the most hilarious experience. Every single time we wake up every morning, all of us will get out of our bunks and be like, did we die last night? Like, what happened? Like, did, are we, like, in the middle of nowhere? I am always think I'm going to, like, open the window and we're going to be in, like, the middle of the desert in, like, the middle of, like, sand dunes and be like, how did we get here? Like, this is so crazy. Because you can feel everything, but even that is an upgrade from us driving, like, seven hours a day in a van with, like, seven people crammed in it, like, not able to, like, move their arms. Um, so I am, I could not be happier. I am so excited and so grateful to be here. And, yeah. It's been great. Well, it's great to have you. And what can we expect next from you? What are you working on? Um, So much. We just filmed a video for um, my song Tantrum, like, at one of the shows, which is really fun. So we're going to be putting that out in a couple weeks. And then um, I have new music coming out, I think, in December that I'm super excited about. Um, we've been holding on to this song for, like, three years now, and I've been waiting for the right moment. So um, I'm very excited for it to come out and for it to be out in the world and not just in my head. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a huge song for me, so I'm really excited. About okay, it. so tell us what we can expect from you tomorrow yeah. night or when oh, yeah. tomorrow during the day when you're on that stage. Um, yeah, so tomorrow I'm playing at Riot Fest at 2 p.m. And um, I'm so excited. It's the first time that we've played a festival kind of with our like headline mentality and I think it's the first time I have a guitar player um at a festival and stuff like that so it's going to be a completely different energy and vibe and experience and it's going to be crazy and high energy and so much fun and I am gonna leave every ounce of energy I have on that stage so I hope that the crowd feels the same way and does the same thing and it's going to be wonderful well looking forward to it thank you so much for joining us thank you so much